What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why am I working so hard if I am not going to celebrate myself in the process? If I am not going to take breaks? If I am not going to spend time with the people that I care about? Life is not just about working hard and achieving goals. You are supposed to enjoy your life in the process. What good is all the money if you have nobody to enjoy it with? These things are important and we absolutely need that because rent is due every month on time, whether you have money or not. And you, it has to be paid. It has to be paid. We have bills. We have bills. We are adults. I 100% understand that. All I'm saying is, there are other parts of your life that needs to be nurtured too. After all you have done, after how hard you have worked to get to this point, you still need to ask yourself if you should treat yourself. Like be so for real right now. And again, I'm not saying to be reckless, but I'm just saying life has been reckless with you. Treat yourself. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is about a redundant reminder that I keep having to give myself and I will keep giving myself this reminder until I don't have to. And you probably need this reminder too. And that is to live your life. Live your life. Let's talk about what that means, right? First and foremost, I, in case you don't know, I have said it before, time and time and again, on many previous episodes, that I am a retiring workaholic. I'm very close to retirement. I feel like I'm very much there, but, you know, I have to plant certain seeds for me to fully be there. Mind your business. Anyway, so I used to be the type of person that would absolutely sacrifice any and everything for the sake of achieving goals. And that looked like many different things in different areas of my life, right? If we go back to college, so if we go back to my school days, I was, I had a 4.0 GPA throughout college and I worked my A double snakes off to achieve that and to maintain that in addition to working one to two jobs per semester to also pay for school and then also being a part of student organizations, including being the president of two of them, 
Clearly, I did not value peace when I was in college, okay? And my health and my mental health, my physical and mental health spiraled out of control as a result, right? It just drastically declined. And, you know, I had, even even then, I still didn't take a step back because I had to achieve the goals, right? Then after I graduated, it began, it shifted from a 4.0 to making money. Money was the goal. Money was the idol, right? And here's the thing. Long story short, even when I achieved the financial goals that I was working towards in my nine to five and in my business, when I finally got it, it's like I celebrated for maybe five minutes and then all of a sudden it's like it meant nothing It was on to the next. And I learned a very important lesson, and that's not to idolize any quantifiable goals, especially money, mainly money, because money is a number, it's a quantitative measure. Numbers are infinite. Today, you want to make 10,000, then you make 10,000, you want to make 20,000, then you make 20,000, you want to make 50, then it's like, oh, can I make 100? You make 100, it's like, let me do 250, let me do a million, like a million, let me do 10 million. You see what I'm saying? Now I want to make 100 million. It never ends. When you idolize money, when you idolize quantitative goals, when you hit that number, you just increase the number and you keep going. It's like literally there's more fun and exhilaration when you're in process of hitting the goal versus when you actually achieve it, depending on what it is. Because if it's a number, the number will always move. The number will always move. When you hit it, when you hit that target, the target will always move. It will always get higher. And it's literally just putting you, I feel like that's how you get in the rat race. That's how you stay a part of the rat race, quote unquote, because you keep chasing numbers and numbers never end. So it's like you just keep going in circles. You see this goal, you work, you see this goal, you have this goal, you work tirelessly for it. You do everything you can for it. You sacrifice your relationships, your friendships, your mental health, your physical health, your well-being, your social life. You sacrifice everything in pursuit of a goal and then you hit the goal. You celebrate for maybe five seconds and then you realize it does not fulfill you and now you have to set a new goal and you start the process all over again and you just keep doing that until it becomes too much. I have been there from personal experiences. I've hit the goals and I just, it's almost like I was like, what what did I really gain? You know, I hit a number and then all of a sudden it became, it became about a new number. And I realized that I lost more than I gained in pursuit of that goal. And that's when I realized it wasn't worth it to try to achieve my goals in this way or to even be somebody who just lives for achievement, lives for achieving goals. Like it's not, it's y'all, you hear people who are like millionaires say this all the time. And I'm happy to have learned this lesson so young because I completely shifted how I decided to live my life as a result of doing that same thing, running in that same circle for like smaller numbers, right? Compared to a million or 10 million or 100 million, a billion, right? And I'm so happy I was able to learn it now because I feel like I still have a lot of life left to live with the newfound mindset and approach that I've decided to take to my, take with my life. And it is a lot more rewarding. And that's what we are going to be talking about today. I had to say all that to let you know that I am coming from the extreme end of that spectrum where everything was about achievement and financial goals or quantitative goals. Like I have 
well over 100,000 downloads on my podcast now. But when I got it, it's like, I was like, oh, wow, that's great. I'm helping people because people actually reach out to me. And it's like, oh, it's a number. It was like, cool. And I was grateful and I prayed and I thank God. But it's like, it, it wasn't like a very climatic thing for me, you know, because by that point, I had already stopped living my life based on numbers. Like, I don't have, of course, I have quantitative milestones in mind for different goals that I have, but I don't live for it. I don't idolize it anymore. Like, remember when I told y'all I quit my job last year and I got very close to God? That means a lot of different things, but one of the ways that I felt, one of the ways that I was completely changed in that process was I realized that I was idolizing all of these things and putting them over my relationship with God. So like money, hitting certain goals, like getting a certain number of downloads on the podcast. I was after that more than I was after having a relationship with God and all of that was revealed to me and I addressed that last year. So when I finally hit 100,000, it wasn't as, it was very anticlimactic because I did not, I was already at a place where I wasn't living for downloads, but more so impact, right? But with that being said, it's like, yeah, I have other milestones like hitting a million downloads, but I'm not like putting in blood, sweat, and tears for the sake of a million downloads. For me, it's what's more important is how impactful I am while I am in progress of hitting a million downloads, if that makes sense, right? Because I've, I'm telling you, I've been on, I've achieved so many quantitative financial and other quantitative goals like downloads and whatnot, um, views, followers, whatever on social media. I have been on the extreme end of the spectrum where I idolized those things. And that was like my main goals. That was all I cared, cared about. And I achieved those things. And I realized that in because I idolized them so much, and I didn't prioritize anything else in my life, I actually lost way more than I gained in the pursuit of hitting these goals. Like I was less closer to my friends, right? My relationships were like, I still had them, but I wasn't pouring into people at all because everything about me was for those goals, right? I was willing to sacrifice any and everything that came in the way of me hitting those goals in the timeline that I felt like I should hit them. And so I lost more than I gained. And then when I finally hit the goal, it's like, this is very anticlimactic because now I just have a bigger goal and it didn't, it, it, it's not giving what I thought it would have gave you know, like it, it didn't do what I thought it would do. So I'm just like, is this really sustainable long term? And that's when I realized the answer is no. So fast forward to now, let's talk about this new approach. Let's talk about living your life and enjoying your life. What I mean by this, right? And let me just say disclaimer, I'm not saying your goals or my goals are not important. They are. I am saying that I have come to realize that it is more about the journey than the destination. Everything was about the destination before. And then I arrived and I'm just like, okay, let me find a new destination because what do I do now? You know, my viewpoint now is I am going to enjoy, I'm going to focus on the journey right? And I'm going to enjoy my life in the journey instead of prioritizing the destination and sacrificing any and everything that delays it or deters me or threatens me arriving at that destination. Like, what good is getting a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars if you have nobody to spend your life with, if you have nobody to share it with, if you have no friends to travel with 
or do things with because you let all of those relationships die in the pursuit of these things. You know, like if I do stuff and I focus on making viral content and all of this stuff for my podcast and I hit a million downloads, but I stop impacting people's lives, the episode the episodes stop resonating with people and I was just focusing on putting out episodes because I wanted to, let's say, hit 200 or 250 episodes and the content itself was lacking. It was dying. It wasn't resonating with people, but you know, I hit 250, you know, but like, it, it's like it, it, it stopped doing what it needed to do. It stopped impacting people. It stopped, like I stopped focusing on what was more important. I stopped focusing on my audience. I stopped focusing on nurturing those people and building a community. But all I focused on was getting 250 episodes out. You see what I'm saying? I realized that that's not very sustainable. The numbers are great. The milestones are great to like have a progress check, but you need to also make sure that you are being impactful in the process, that you are enjoying your life in the process and you are nurturing the relationships and the things that you care about. I realized that it's really all just about your priorities, right? And there's no right or wrong here. I'm just sharing a different perspective that I have in case you may find it useful, in case you may be in the same boat, okay? I'm not saying this is the right thing to do or whatever, but I'm just saying me being on the extreme end of the achievement by any means necessary spectrum is not sustainable. It's very ghetto. Literally, it started affecting my health, physical and mental health. And I'm just like, yeah, no. So now I realize that it's really just about your priorities, right? You can prioritize your achievements and whatnot, but it's like, if that's all you prioritize and you don't make time for anything else, I personally don't believe it's a sustainable way to live because it will... I know you hear people saying it's very lonely at the top, to some extent, that is true because the top, you know, where that, and that's relative, right? That could be money, that could be mindset, that could be a lot of different things. But let's say the top is like the best version of yourself. It it might get lonelier because maybe all of the people you have in your life right now will not be able to come along. So you will have to lose people until you can find new people to relate to and find new people that are on your wavelength now, people who think like you think or bigger than you think, right? There's less people up there because it requires more accountability. It requires more discipline versus acting on motivation. It requires a lot of things that a lot of people don't have and are not willing to develop like time management, financial literacy, etc. So generally speaking, there's less people who have all of those skills and abilities, right? So yeah, there's less people. So I guess lonelier to some extent, yes, there's less people there. You will be able to relate to less people in general. However, I feel like there's an aspect of that that society causes and that's what I don't agree with because and I'll I'll talk about this later on but yeah in case you don't know I didn't grow up in America I grew up in St. Lucia and life is different there and I've realized that I don't I don't know if the whole capitalism thing is sustainable long term we'll talk about that in a few minutes but I digress the point is so the loneliness aspect that I think society causes that I, I'm not 100% in support of having almost being there myself because of how I used to be is the, the whole narrative about how, and I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. If you, if you live in America, I know you've seen it. There's so many people on the internet, people who are very successful, millionaires, billionaires, etc., who will say things like, you need to sacrifice your 20s, stop going out, stop having fun, save all of your money, 
live with your parents or get a duplex so you can rent house hack, I think. So you don't have a lot of expenses and put your head down and stop going out and don't live your life and and stay up and lose sleep and work hard to build a successful business or something so that you can make a lot of money and then you can live your life while you have a lot of money. Like make the sacrifices that a lot of people aren't willing to do now so you can be successful in the long term. I know you have all seen, I know you have seen a very a variation of that online, right? I've seen it numerous times. I do not subscribe to that anymore. I do not. I do not. And I have. So I'm speaking from experience. I kept my head down throughout college. And I can tell you, aside from freshman year, the last three years of college, I barely went out. I barely did much because everything was about the 4.0. Everything was about the 4.0, getting experience on my resume so I can get the best opportunities after I graduate and I can do this and I can do that. And I was like an upstanding student, a 4.0 honor student. And I, I, I kept my head down. I sacrificed a lot. I told people no a lot in terms of like, hanging out with my friends and having a social life. I did do that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I didn't do anything at all. I did do that, but I did not do much of it because I kept my head down. And I realized that most of my college experience was me being a goody two-shoes honor student trying to create the best opportunities for myself. And I did not really live my life in the process. I didn't really have, like, you know how people say they have crazy college experiences? Don't get me wrong. I've had a few. I've had a few, but I did not. It definitely wasn't as wild or crazy as other people. And I'm not saying I wanted it to be wild. I'm saying I spent a good portion of my life where I did not have bills, worried about having a good resume to find a job three, four years from now to be able to pay bills. I don't think I took advantage of the fact that, and I mean, yes, I did have to pay for school, so I did technically have responsibilities, but I decided I could have taken out loans 100% so I didn't have to work, but I chose to work to not have debt, which I don't regret, but I'm I'm just telling you, like I made decisions where I was thinking long-term and I sacrificed. I, I did not take advantage of how carefree I could have been at that younger point in my life because I was worried about being a millionaire in college. And let me just say this, I don't regret it. I don't regret anything in my life, but I'm trying to explain to you that at the end of the day, Yes, that did pay off. The position I'm in right now is because of the sacrifices that I made and I am grateful for it 100%. But I'm just saying, on the flip side, I also, my health declined to a point where I could not speak or swallow and I almost had to have surgery because my diet was trash, because I wasn't eating healthy, because I didn't have time to think about eating healthy, because I would go to work for hours up until like midnight sometimes, because I worked at, um, I used to work at the Brave Stadium, I was a cashier, so I would work on game nights, and when they had the seven o'clock games, I would come home really late, and I would come home and stay up doing homework and all of that. I didn't really have time to eat or think about a healthy diet. So my diet was trash and my health started declining. I was stressed all the time. I was stressed all of the time. I chose to keep my head down and I said no a lot when it came to having fun. I said I couldn't do this a lot and it's like, Yes, on one end, it paid off. But on the other end, I almost had to do surgery. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't regret it, but 
I've seen how bad it can get when you don't have balance in your life. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. I was willing to sacrifice any and everything that was not related to achieving my goals. And I... And I I didn't even want the things I was working towards. Like, how ghetto. I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to have a good resume so that I would be able to have a good job while I figure it out. And that's not a bad strategy, but it's like to sacrifice so much and like... To, to almost have to do surgery that the Lord would have had to pay for because I don't know where that money would have came from. But I just, sometimes I look back and it's like, I don't regret it, but did I really have to sacrifice so much, you know? Because when I think about it, it's like, yes, it paid off, but the times that were the most fun for me was the times where I chose to say yes. The times where I chose to say yes to spending time with my friends or deciding that, you know what, I don't know where this money is going to come from for this spring vacation, but I want to go because I've been working so hard, so let me take a break. These are the things I value and cherish the most. The times where I chose to make memories, the times where I chose to step back and spend time with my friends. And I took a lot of Snapchat videos um, back in college. So Snapchat sends me reminders all the time, like this is what you were doing in 2017. And it's always some crazy thing, some crazy video of me and my friends in our dorm room, just, just, just being crazy, right? Like these are the times that I cherish the most when I decided to say yes and spend time with people I care about and make memories. These are the times that I feel like it was truly worth it. It's like I'm grateful for my resilience. I'm grateful for my work ethic. I'm grateful that I worked so hard. I'm grateful that it paid off. But the times that make me the most happiest is the times where I chose to make memories, the times where I chose to give myself a break. The times that I think about, where I, the, the times that I worked very hard and I overworked myself even, I look at it as a source of resilience and strength. And it's like, okay, I'm proud of myself for withstanding, but I know and only I know how much it really took for me to work that hard. Only I know the sacrifices that I truly made and how much I used to stay up crying, asking myself, is it really worth me working this hard? Like only I know how much it hurt to do that, how much it hurt to say no, how much it hurt to feel like I didn't have a choice but to work that hard because I had to and I had nothing else to fall back on. It's like, it reminds me of my resilience. Like, it, 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 it's resilience, it's strength. I'm proud of it, but it was very hard. And it's not the times that I think about when I think about the good times. The good times are always the times that I chose to spend time with my friends. Last year was a very tough year for me because I grew a lot in that period where I did not work 
for eight months. I grew a lot in my faith. I did a lot of self-reflection. I learned a lot about myself. But you know, my favorite memory of last year was when I said, even though I'm not working right now, I'm going to go home. And home is St. Lucia. So even though I'm not working, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to St. Lucia and I'm going to just live my life. And I had the most amazing time in St. Lucia last year with my friends and my family back home. Like that to me was like the highlight because that did more for me than just spending time, right? There was a lot of things I realized about myself and my life and life in general on that trip that... It was it was the highlight for me. And that's when I realized, oh, that's when I made the decision that I would go home every year. And that's when I made the decision to prioritize traveling and experiences because I need that. Why am I working so hard if I am not going to celebrate myself in the process? If I am not going to take breaks? If I am not going to spend time with the people that I care about? Life is not just about working hard and achieving goals. You are supposed to enjoy your life in the process. What good is all the money if you have nobody to enjoy it with? If you if you lose all your friends because when they need you, you are not there because everything is about making money. Everything is about hitting a new goal. It's about getting followers, getting downloads, getting, um, you know, like these things are important. And we absolutely need that because rent is due every month on time, whether you have money or not. And you, it has to be paid. It has to be paid. We have bills. We have bills. We are adults. I 100% understand that. All I'm saying is there are other parts of your life that needs to be nurtured too. And don't neglect them in the process because when you hit these little goals, not to demean or devalue your goals, but when you hit these goals and you realize it's like, eh, or you want somebody to celebrate with, you, you're going to have to go back to these friends that you've been neglecting. You've going, you're going to have to go back to the, the, the family that you have not been responding to or you have not taken time out to see. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... Mm, Please, please prioritize your relationships, your mental health, your your enjoyment. Prioritize your enjoyment. Live your life in the process. If you die today, right? God forbid, or not today, tomorrow, whenever. Do you think? Do you think you will even think about how much money is in your bank account? Will it matter? Will it matter? All you will think about if you're on your deathbed in a hospital is who you want to be there with you. You would hope to not be there by yourself. Yet, while you are alive, the people you would want to be there with you, you're not even checking on them. You're not even making time to spend time with them. You are not prioritizing them. Everything is about the money. But when your last moments come, you're not going to be thinking about what's in your bank account. You're not going to be thinking about... um the debt you're trying to pay off. You're not going to be thinking about what what is your net worth. It's like you have to you have to make time for other things too. It can't just be about your achievements. It can't just be about your goals. And that's going to look different for everybody because we all like different things. We all appreciate different things. We all consider different things to be fun. Me personally, I want to travel more, right? So I am prioritizing travel this year. I cannot be just working hard, making money, this, that, and the third, and I am in Georgia all year. Like, what, like, what, what kind of nonsense is that? Why, why, why am I not in the Delta Sky Lounge at Hartsfield Jackson. I no, that no, that 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 is where I belong. That is where I belong. I I deserve to hear the sound of my carry-on suitcase rolling through the airport at least four times a year minimum. I deserve that. You know, cuz that's what I care about. That's what I value. I value travel and experiences. I deserve to invite more of that into my life. If I'm working hard and I am making money, wh- why, why am I not enjoying it? Why am I not enjoying it? What am I making it for? J- just to save? And, and God forbid, God forbid I die tomorrow. Do I care about what's in my account? 
absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's arrogant to think that we have time. We don't know when our time will expire. We don't know. We don't know. On one end, yes, you absolutely need to plan for the future. You can't just be all willy-nilly. Let me just, you know, like just YOLO. Let me just raw dog life and just not even know where money for rent is going to come from. Some people do that. I I cannot. I I I I need to know. I need that would drive me crazy. Okay, that would drive me crazy. I cannot be on that end of the spectrum. But at the same time, it's like I have just decided to balance things in the process. So for me now, instead of focusing on achievements only, what my life looks like looks like now is this is the goal. I am absolutely going to 100% achieve this. Let me make somewhat of a plan, a flexible plan, right? A flexible plan that leaves room for life to do what it does, but I am creating the routines and the habits and the systems that will get me towards that goal, but remaining flexible for whatever God and life wants to throw in because that's just how life works. I'm not attached to the plan, but I am absolutely working towards it. But maybe once a month, twice a month, three times a month, let me do certain things to where I'm enjoying life. Let me take a trip once every few months. Let me make sure that I have a standing date on the calendar with my friends so that I see them. And here's the thing, technically speaking, if you were to take some of these millionaire and billionaire advice and keep your head down and not do any of that at all, not spend any of your money on fun and activities and travel and just reinvest it, learn how to invest in the stock market or real estate or something and just take every single residual penny that you have and invest and do all of that to achieve, let's say, a certain quantitative goal. Could you do that a lot faster than if you prioritize living your life? Absolutely. But what I'm trying to say is you can hit that goal by keeping your head down and solely focusing on it and sacrificing everything else in the process, like being ready to eliminate anything that threatens that or deters you from hitting that goal in a year or whatever time frame that you have, you can hit it that way and be miserable after you hit it and just move the goalposts. Or you can maybe hit it in two years or five years because instead of investing every single penny you have, you are also putting some aside to travel, right? Or do certain things or buy things that you want, things that you know, you would really appreciate things to reward yourself for your hard work. So maybe you cannot invest X amount every month because you are putting money away for things that you enjoy. So you hit that goal in twice the amount of time, but it's like other areas of your life are not going to suffer because Number one, you will have your mental health. <laughs> you will have your mental health because you are celebrating yourself. You have balance. You are not overworking yourself. You are making sure you spend time for yourself, self-care, self-maintenance. Your social life, spending time with your friends, pouring into people who uplift you and inspire you and motivate you. And they are also pouring back into you. You are making time for your family. You are dating. You are making time for your significant other. You are enjoying your life. You're traveling in the process. Yes, these things take money. So it's like you might not hit that goal as fast as you would if you kept your head down. But in my experience, doing that makes my life worth living. <laughs> It makes my life more enjoyable, okay? Because I told y'all I've been on the other end of the spectrum and I'm, and I'm just like, why am I sacrificing things that I care about, that I genuinely care about, people that I genuinely care about for something that when I achieve it, I'm just going to move the goalposts and focus on something else, something that's not even going to fulfill me. I would rather enjoy my life in the process. And that's where I'm at right now, because let me tell you, there are different goals and things that I want to do. I told y'all, I think in episode 100 or another episode, I'm not sure, but I think I mentioned that I'm working on 
rebranding the podcast and doing things on the back end with my systems and blah, 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 blah. Things that you can't necessarily see and you won't see until I release it, but it's important to me. And the truth is I could have had those things done already had I kept my head down and prioritized those things and sacrificed everything else in the process. But I decided to live more balanced. I decided to start working out, start taking Pilates classes before work. And sometimes that leaves me sore. I don't have the energy to work, okay? And I have also decided to spend more time with my friends, plan things for my friends. I hosted some of my friends at my place. I've had dinner with some of my other friends. That's like that's more than I have seen them last year. I mean, maybe not more in general, but like I, it, I just did not spend that much time with my friends. We talked a lot online, but in terms of seeing each other and stuff, we we are all introverts. <laughs> we are all introverts who don't, you know, who do what introverts do. And so it's like we talk a lot on the phone, but we didn't always see each other very much. So now I'm more intentional about spending time with them. And it's like the things I could be doing in that time for my business, I've just decided that it will get done. I will do it. I will do it in time, but not today. Today is for my friends. And yes, I could take this money and reinvest it into my business 100% and blah, blah, blah. But no, I also care about my friends. I also need to be there for my friends. I also need to pour into my friends. I also need to allow my friends to pour into me. I also need to do things to improve my health. I have told you all, like working out has been like a foreign concept to me, right? Me being physically fit and active, I did not know her, but now it's like I'm starting to be more consistent with taking Pilates and stuff like that. I'm just trying to get a bulking diet meal plan going because, child, people always post in their body, oh, look at me, I gained weight. Tell us what you ate. Tell us what you ate because that's what I'm struggling with, okay? It's the food, but I digress. So I'm working on all of these things right now where it's like, yeah, I could take that time and put my head down and be 100% um, invested in my business and take all that money and just pour it into my business. And I would see returns faster and I would get the results faster. But I also care about my health. I also care about my friends. I also care about getting massages. I also care about traveling. I have not heard my suitcase roll in the airport for too long. The last trip I took was St. Lucia last year in July. That is too long. That is too long ago. So I, I already have one trip booked for this year. I'm planning three more in the process right now. It's like, I deserve that. All, like All of these years that I have worked, wh why am I not enjoying my life? Why are you not enjoying your life? Have you not sacrificed enough? You need to celebrate yourself. You have worked long enough. You have worked hard enough. You Like, yes, you have financial goals. You might want to pay off debt. You might be saving for something. But you can, you can treat yourself to a dinner, to a solo date, to something that you've wanted for some time. You deserve that. Especially if you've been a, a workaholic all your life, like you don't have to justify treating yourself to things. You don't have to justify or explain, oh, this is why I deserve to buy myself a new perfume this month. Have you not suffered enough? Have you not struggled enough? What do you have to show for it? What are you doing for yourself? Like, if you think about the job you have, some of you, the job you have is like you are thriving, right? You have worked so hard to get to this point. You have not bought yourself anything to celebrate. You, you have not bought yourself. You think if you buy yourself one thing, one token of appreciation, take yourself on one date, 
pay for one experience that you want to go to, you think that will mean you will never achieve your savings goal or you will never pay off your debt or you will never get the um, goal amount that you're saving for, like uh, 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 your down payment for your house or something like that? You think you will never get that thing just because you decide to treat yourself once? After how hard you've worked? After all you did to get to this point, all of the sacrifices you've made, you've been a workaholic for so long and you don't think you deserve to treat yourself? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. And I'm not saying to use this as justification to go blow your money on, like to just be irresponsible and just spend a ridiculous amount of money on something that you can't afford. But I mean, even if you do that, if, if, if that's not something you usually do, it's like you have worked so hard. And like, why do you feel like you need to justify buying something nice for yourself? You have earned it at this point. Like I got to the point where I was trying to justify. <laughs> I was trying to justify, should I spend this much on myself for my birthday The day I was born, I'm asking myself, should I spend this much money on myself? I'm not going to tell you how much because that's my business. What about your own pockets? But I'm just like, my birthday, after how hard I have worked, hmm? I'm somebody who doesn't even do that much to celebrate my birthday. And I'm trying to change that, right? But I've always been one of like the low-key, let's just go out to eat Um, people for my birthday but I'm trying to change that because it's a big deal it's the day I was born you know it's a national holiday at this point to me I always take the day off on my birthday because me personally you're not about to make me work on the day I was born it's a holiday to me I don't care who acknowledges it I acknowledge it I will not be working I called off in the beginning of the year I put in time for my birthday I will not be working on my birthday I've never worked on my birthday I don't intend to start now but like my birthday I'm trying to justify, should I buy this? Should I, I almost had to do surgery in college because of how hard I was overworking myself to get to this point. And I'm trying to justify what I should do for myself on my birthday. Like if I don't celebrate my birthday, who will? If I don't celebrate myself, who will? Even if it's not my birthday, even if it's not your birthday, Think of how hard you have worked to get to the point you are right now. It may not be with like school. Your situation might be different, but I know life takes a toll on everybody. Think of how resilient you have had to be just to be here today alive and in one piece, right? Think of all the nights you have cried yourself to sleep, all the times you have worked hard, all the times you felt like you had no help, the times you felt like you had to do things by yourself, the times you felt like you could not rely on anybody, the times you felt like you didn't even know what you were doing, you didn't even, you didn't, you didn't know what you were doing, you didn't know if you were making the right decisions, the time you felt like, I don't know if this will be worth it, I don't know what to do from here. I have no idea. The times where you were just so confused. The times where you did not want to live to see another day and you are here. And you you need to justify why you need to celebrate yourself. You need to justify why you should buy yourself a nice perfume. 
You think that's, that means you will never achieve your savings goal? The money will always come. Do you think about the money you spent on food this time last year? Do you think about that? Hmm? Let's say you made a major expense. You bought something big last year, two years ago, the most expensive thing you bought. Do you think about that money today? Hmm? Do you think, oh, maybe if I did not buy this expensive thing two years ago, I would have had the money today to pay for rent or to pay for this? You don't think about that because in reality, money is important, but it's not that important. You always, like money is something you give. It's an exchange of value for something that you think is important. You cherish the thing you bought with that money more than the money that you spent on that thing. Even if you are in a bind today, you're not thinking of, oh, I wish I didn't spend this much money on food in November. That's irrelevant. The money will always come back. You need to live your life. I'm not saying be irresponsible, but I'm saying, have you not suffered enough? Did you not struggle to get where you are today? And you need, you, you need, to, you, you need, you need to write a five-page essay and a, a dissertation on why you should do something nice for yourself? Be serious. Like, be serious. I had to tell myself, like, be, be so for real right now. Like, after all you have done, after how hard you have worked to get to this point, you still need to ask yourself if you should treat yourself. Like, be so for real right now. Be so for real right now. The answer is yes, you deserve it. And you will cherish the experience that you choose to invest in or the thing you choose to buy or the trip you choose to take way more than... You will never think about the money you spent on that thing. You will always cherish the memory. You will always cherish the thing that you bought or the memories you got from the thing that you bought slash invested in. And you will never think about the money you spent on it because the memory was worth it. I don't think about the money I spent on my trip back to St. Lucia last year, but I appreciate the memory. I appreciate the fact that I went back home for three weeks. I appreciate that so much more. I don't even think about how much I spent. And again, I'm not saying to be reckless, but I'm just saying life has been reckless with you. Treat yourself. Okay, treat yourself. You will still save enough. You will still have the money for rent. You will still have the money to do the things you want to do. The money will come. It will find its way back to you. But you need to enjoy your life in the process. Everything cannot just be about the things you want to achieve. And then you're just willing to suffer in the process of that, in the pursuit of that. You will arrive and realize that it was not worth it. And you will look back on the journey and be like, like, look at how I neglected people. Look at how I neglected myself. Anything you have to neglect yourself for is not worth having. It is not worth having because what good is it if you say, oh, I'm going to sacrifice my sleep. I'm going to sleep three hours a night for the next three months so I can work on my goals and my dreams, and then your health significantly declines because less sleep means a weaker immune system and you get sick, you get ill, and you achieve your goal, but you're in the hospital. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to get $100,000 and now you, you, you have some type of disease and you're fighting for your life? Does it matter? Because all that money is now going towards medical bills. Is it worth it to completely neglect your friends when they need you in pursuit of a goal? And then you achieve the goal, you want to celebrate your goal, and then everybody blocked you because you neglected them. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's a blockable offense, right? It will vary because, I mean, it depends. If your friends go through something really traumatic and you say, oh, don't talk to me. I'm working on my dreams right now. Like, 
Yeah, I, I would probably block you. I would probably block, maybe not block, but I would just be like, okay, you are not a real friend. You, like that, 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 will, that will cause problems in the friendship, right? Because you are not a good friend. You are not a good friend. So who's going to want to celebrate with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, your friends have to understand. Everybody's working on their goals. You should have people in your circle. You should have friends working on their goals, right? But I'm saying, like, you also have to be there for people when they need you. You have to pour into people. You have to let them pour into you because this whole workaholic thing is very unsustainable. You will need people to pour into you. Life will come and smack you upside the head in the pursuit of that. And you will need people to lean on. So you have to also be there for them. You have to also allow them to lean on you. You can't just neglect any and everything in the pursuit of your goals. You have to live your life because if your life were to come to an end, if, if first of all, we are going to die someday, okay? I hate to tell you, but most people usually wait for a doctor or a medical professional to tell them that they are going to die in a certain period of time before they actually realize and start living their life like, oh yeah, I'm actually going to die, right? We wait until somebody actually tells us instead of realizing that it's inevitable. So it's like, if, you, if somebody were to tell you, you would not care about what was in your account. You would think about the people you want to talk to, the things you wanted to do that you've never done. So I'm just saying the goals are important. Absolutely. We all need to have like some type of moral compass, some type of North Star that we're working towards. We all have a purpose. We all have things that we were placed here to do. I'm just saying don't neglect everything else in the pursuit of it because especially if it's a quantitative goal because you will get there and then you will have nothing to show for it. So the decision is yours, really. I just shared my experience. That is all. You can achieve the goal. You can arrive at the destination both ways. I'm just asking you to consider which way you think would be more sustainable for you long term. Do you sacrifice any and everything, including your mental well-being? In the process, or do you say, hey, let me just, you know, like, let me take a step back and also nurture myself and my relationships and other things that I care about. And let me, you know, prioritize my relationship with God too and make sure that he is guiding me and not myself because you will always be redirected. Okay. Work smart, not hard. Work smart, not hard. If you and God are on the same page, there'll be a lot less redirection and pain and hardship. So it's like, but for you to be on the same page, you also have to invest in your relationship with him. You also have to spend time with him. Okay. So when you put, when you do decide to put your head down, the times you put your head down, just make sure you're doing what he wants you to do because he will always redirect you to do what he wants you to do. Okay. I'm just trying to, tell you based on my experience, I'm just trying to help you avoid all of those detours, okay? Because I've been there very ghetto. So I know that I have to prioritize my relationship with him so I can get the guidance from him and then I can put my head down and work, but also come up for air frequently to also nurture other aspects of my life. This episode is basically a reminder to you to nurture the other aspects of your life. We get it. You are strong. Okay. You are strong. You have earned, you have respectfully earned your title, the badge of honor. You have respectfully earned the badge of strength. You have earned the, the, the badge of resilience, okay? We get it. You have proved it. Relax. Relax, okay? Nobody can question your resilience. Nobody can question your strength. But I know you are tired. You are tired because I've been tired. It, 
you are strong, okay? You are strong, you are resilient, you are hardworking, you are independent. We, you can do it yourself. I know you can do it yourself. I'm just saying you don't have to. You don't have to. And if you decide to stop for help, stop and ask for help, that doesn't mean you are incompetent. That doesn't mean you are not able to do it by yourself. That doesn't mean you are weak. It means you are wise. Because why do it yourself when there is somebody willing to help you? Rest. Rest. You are strong. We get it. You are strong. I promise you, No, I will not think you are weak for resting, but I know you are tired. So I'm advising you to rest. Rest in whatever way that you think is resting. I told you for me personally, resting is leaving this country and finding myself on a beach somewhere and not doing anything associated with work. Okay? That is my idea of resting or getting a massage. If it has to be locally, it's getting a massage, right? Being out in nature, being out by a body of water and relaxing and meditating reading the word, that is rest for me. It might be different from you. Whatever it is, I don't care. Rest. Okay? I promise you, I will not think, nobody will think you are not strong. You have already proved your strength. You have already proved your resilience. Check on people. Check on people. Take a break. Take a break. Check on people. Plan a trip if you like to travel. Plan a date with your friends, plan a staycation, go to a concert, go to a museum, go try some new restaurant you've been meaning to try, but you're waiting for people to take you. Go by yourself or invite your friends. Rest. Do so, Live your life. Live your life. You will still accomplish the goal. I promise you will still accomplish the goal. Live your life. Treat yourself. The money will come. The money will always come. And when it goes, you never think about it anyway. So stop making it, stop, stop idolizing it. Stop making that everything you think about. Your goals are important and yes, you will hit them, but rest, relax, enjoy your life. When was the last time you did something fun? When was the last time you did something fun? Fun to you, not fun like, oh, this is what people said is fun and you did it and blah, blah, blah. What did you actually enjoy yourself? If it was recent, how often do you do that? How often do you take time for you? Whatever that looks like for you, whatever rejuvenates you, how often do you do that? Do it more often. That's all I'm saying. You deserve that. You have worked hard. You have worked hard. You have worked long. You have earned it. Okay? You have earned it for the rest of your life. Rest. Relax. Live your life. Take a trip. The money will come. It will come. The goals will come. As long as you are persistent, as long as you know, as long as you feel in your heart that that, that is the thing you want is already yours, it's already yours. Enjoy your life. That's all I'm saying. Enjoy your life in the process, okay? You work hard to make money. I know some of some people, you know, some of us, some, well, not us, by the grace of God. But some people, it's like you're not at a point where you have as much residual income as you would like. Make some shake, okay? Like, I don't know. I, I can't give specific suggestions because it will vary from person to person, right? But you know what you appreciate. You know what relaxes you. You know what you would like to do. There's a free version of that and there's a version that costs money. Do what you can, but take a break. Spend time with your friends. You don't have to go out. Invite them to your place. Go to their place. Relax, okay? You are strong. You have earned it. You, you, you have that badge. Nobody's going to question it from you, okay? We see how hard you are working. Rest. Live your life. My homework for you is to have or do one thing every month that you can say, I enjoyed my life or I took a break. Okay. Some, some people need that. Some people need that. So that's my homework. Do something that does not have a goal. So if it's working out, working out is great. But I, and I started working out, but I realized that's still 
I still have a goal associated with that, you know? Like it's work. It's not necessarily rest. It's like, it's still a self-improvement thing. So it's still me working on myself. But I'm challenging you to do something, just one thing minimum every month. You can do it more. You can do it once a week. You can do it. You can do it however often you can, however often your heart desires. It can be different things each month. But I'm challenging you just one thing every single month that is just for you, that does not have a goal, that is not related to self maintenance or grooming or self improvement. Just something fun, something fun and mindless. And then plan a trip. Do, trips may not be your thing. Go to an event, some, something you like, something you enjoy. Live your life, okay? You have earned it. You have earned it for the rest of your life. You don't have to justify it. You don't need a 10-page dissertation on why you deserve to do this. Do something for yourself. Live your life, okay? The goals will come. The money will come. Live your life, okay? From one retiring workaholic to a potential other, enjoy your life, okay? That is all I have to say on this episode. I will talk to you next week.